Pod ATM class email, the show where we read your email and probably answer it. I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And oh. joining us again <laughs> from far across the pond, Not Mitch that Masters. Far. Yeah, I'm, I'm here again so that Jeff and Josh can call this the second episode of this year's where they refer to it as the one with the rock bottom element. <laughs> <laughs> the rock bottom? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think that's true. No. <laughs> You're we'll classing see. this fucking joint up, dude. You're yeah. making it You're better. You're almost too classy. I'm wearing a monocle right now. <laughs> I fucking... Well, it's like it's like the law there, right? <laughs> like, you have to. Oh, it's two no monocles. guns and always monocles. <laughs> it's a misdemeanor not to have a, a <laughs> Ambrose Burnside mustache, right? <laughs> and a top a bowler hat. hat. Yeah, or top hat, yeah. So our first email of the, not even evening, we're doing this in the day. Thanks, Rich. It's day for us. Yeah, not for Rich, though. (laughs) Our first email is from Poppy. Poppy! It is entitled, what do you guys think the Cardassian neck trick is? And then the inside says, that's it, just what it says on the tin. (laughs) I don't know. There's like music marks around this so it's send your neck tricks to dear old captain poppy sin today <laughs> oh it's the send it's right the, uh, away captain noah it's the captain noah theme you, did you watch captain noah i don't know what that is nah, me oh yeah send your pictures to dear old captain noah that's how it goes okay that's a bad version of how it goes but that's how it goes. <laughs> that sounded like beautiful melody to me but oh really Thanks. so <laughs> maybe you should just stay sick and become an operatic singer i'm singing forever now <laughs> I'm, it's a good decision what do you guys think the cardassian neck trick is i would assume it's something that like looks like you're twisting your head around or something i don't know I think like it's you make them. I, mean, I think you make them flat. <laughs> oh, maybe, like a cobra. Maybe you play them like a glockenspiel. Ooh, <laughs> play the bones. Yeah, like a skeleton. <laughs> maybe it's gross. Maybe it's like you can like suck them in. Like you could. Oh, and it like goes into gross. like a regular neck shape, and then it pops back out like. Plunk. I maybe it's like the... that trick where people put ramen in their nose and put it out their mouth. Oh, oh. God. I heard that if you um, have your neck scales removed, you can suck your own dick. What? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I got to look into this. I feel like Rich has got the real spirit of the show. (laughs) He gets it. He gets it. It's what Marilyn, goal Marilyn Manson did. Goal Marilyn Manson. (laughs) I better remove my neck bones. I can suck my own dick. Thanks uh, for that email, Poppy. (laughs) Hope you answered accurately our next email comes from holy shit it's it's uh we got one from hoteen but i'm gonna save that oh Oh, god he's back is he alive who knows we have the voice of hoteen on here i should make you read it hoteen is like this rich has put his foot down that he will never read an email Yeah, that's smart. (laughs) So our our next email is from Lee, and it is entitled Maneuvers. Okay. Hey, Trek boys in the bright white sports car. (laughs) This question is... I don't know. I don't fucking know. It's like a Miami Vice reference. I don't know. This question is all about maneuvers. Specifically, what are the things that I should be watching for in Star Trek that are little additions to make the show more enjoyable? 
There's nothing funnier oh than God. watching Picard adjust his jacket, the Picard maneuver, or Riker go over top <laughs> of any chair, the Riker maneuver, to add enjoyment to the show. Also, Dr. Hum drinking everything in sight. Do you know of any others? Uh, Neelix being off camera. That's the best. Watch for <laughs> That's that. That's a good one. Kez flashing um. a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Going crazy on the top of a car. Jordy not oh, sorry, getting laid. Yep. Jordy not getting laid. I love data's, um, you know, I can do six trillion calculations a second, but I've got to look up to the left to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to take, take a long time. Yeah. His uh, computer like, now is, like, faster than data, right? His little robo-ticks are adorable. His little, like, yeah, do, do, do. It's his hard drive going click, 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 click. It's mechanical. Because he's it's a not robot. Solid state. <laughs> he's the most human-like uh, robot we ever made in several hundred years. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I just like to think that Riker watched AC Slater do the Slater maneuver <laughs> and was like, how do I one-up this kid, this fucking handsome-ass kid? Um, when my wife and I were watching TNG, we used to have an Ensign J spot, because um, Rachel loves Ensign J. So whenever she's she comes, she's, the, she's it, the random ensign that is in it so much. She's in the yeah, films. Yeah, she's, she's got like she's, the whole bl- she's the one that Picard went on a date with. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. The hot one. Yeah. yeah. She's in every fucking episode of TNG. Yeah. Yeah. She's. It's like, did she know somebody? Is she someone's like kid? I'm thinking she made scale probably. Like, yeah, probably. That's probably the best it got for her. Even though she's what in if she every was a episode PA or something, or like in accounting, and they were like, "Put Jay in. We need a. We need somebody. Get in there." She was at the Star Trek convention I recently went to. Um, like, what? She was, and the line for her autograph was huge. That's amazing. Huge <laughs> that's great. That's a. Am- are there any Ensign J books? I bet there are. I don't think so. They're what? probably there. Prob- there are for sure Ensign J books. Come on, yeah. Ensign books. She probably is. <laughs> there is some nepotism in the Star Trek community. Uh, Vorik in Star Trek Voyager, better known as the face of Tapan, and mm-hmm. all the yeah, advertisements yeah. that they make is, uh, like, Alexander Enberg, who is, uh, fucking Jerry Taylor's son. Yeah. And well, that's why uh, he's really bad at being on a show. Because he's not an actor. Christian Slater got in Star Trek VI because his mom was like, put him in the movie. And his mom's like a producer <laughs> or something. Oh, well, he was also the, um, Vulcan on Lower Decks. Oh, Torek. Yeah. He was a little better in that yeah. one. Is it the same guy, or is it yeah. different? That's the same guy, yeah. What a shitty job. He picked a bad one. Shouldn't he, have picked the, the fucking Voyager, you know? <laughs> he was like, put me on Voyager as a recurring character. This will be a good yeah. show. Yeah, it'll be good. There's a lot of maneuvers <laughs> that you could watch Enterprise for, like whenever Reed is a creepy sex pervert. Right, whenever, right, right. Whenever Mayweather says anything of value... Uh, never gonna like see never. that. Doesn't Whenever Topol gets some sort of flesh shown, which is yeah, so oh, much. always, always. It's at like the beginning of the show, game. at the beginning of the show, you can do a drinking game with every time Archer says yeah. something blatantly racist against yeah. an alien. <laughs> right. Or any time Topol gets a sex disease. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh oh, gotta fuck. Yeah, Topol right. gets sex disease. Yeah, Tapal gets hooked on Trillium D and is like, I'll yeah. suck your dick for some tree. 
<laughs> yeah, she wants that D, but not like the dick. She wants the trellium D. I love injecting fucking spaceship insulation into my veins. <laughs> What's, what is a good? What is, what is a good? Uh, a good thing that happens in Voyager. What is what's good? No. What uh, Janeway getting a coffee. Yeah, she does do get coffee. a coffee a lot. It's like Picard yeah. with his Earl Grey. Yeah, but it's yeah. like more. Because she's an American. More. Yeah, she's, she's from, from coffee. Indiana. Like apart from Tuvok, the Doctor, Janeway, and Seven. I mean, none of those characters have any personality traits. Yes, yeah, they're so not it's good really, enough. Really difficult to. Well, I guess Neelix. Tries to have sex with a three-year-old a lot. I guess that could be a maneuver. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, thanks for your email. We didn't answer, <laughs> Lee. That was really it's a good one. A good one. Our uh, <laughs> our next email is oh my god, it's so long. I'll read it. Um, <laughs> it's uh, entitled "Finish TNG" from Andrew Oaks. Okay, and he says, "Hey Trek boys, I Trek did boys. it." Trek boys. Trek boys. I never realized how much I would love Star Trek, or at least the series. I don't care to watch a ton of movies or series all the way through, so it's a pretty big deal for me to actually see one through to the end. You're a you rare sh- bird, man. That's like the how it goes now, right? Everyone <laughs> does. That's all anyone you does. You binge all of it at once. Yeah, binge everything. I usually get very bored very quickly and have to walk away, but TNG kept me wanting more. Yes. I gotta say thank you for hyping up Star Trek for so long. I had to give it a chance. I passed so many... (laughs) Google gobble, Google gobble. (laughs) I passed so many M-Class retweets and mentions on Twitter and from the Continue Boys and Company that I had to give the thought some real weight at a point. Wow, we we beat it into your brain. We did it. Thanks to our advertising department, which is you, Jeff. (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to give some perspective from someone who is essentially new to Star Trek, uh, Star Trek. Some episodes are obviously amazing, but there are a few that I love that don't get a ton of mention in my very limited Ooh, scope. I love this. This is great. Uh, Pen Pals, where Data airs in rescuing Sargento yeah. from her molten cheese planet, is definitely <laughs> up there for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Fucking Sargento, that's great. Um... <laughs> I know it sounds weird even to me, but I put a lot of value on the aspect of failure. I think that failure is the most powerful tool of character development in a literary sense. Yep. There mm-hmm. are a few there are a few situations with a clear and true failure, not by happenstance or being at the mercy of the unknown, like this, with the focus on coming together to resolve the aftermath. I understand why it's uncommon, and I agree that it should be so in Star Trek. Similarly, Lessons is on a much more personal level, but is an incredible episode to me. Picard's aloofness, stoicism, and professionalism are truly put to the flame, some of the very qualities that make Picard so exceptional. Picard's awkwardness around children is along the same vein, but there's simply no consequence to it, and no true failure. Coupling that failure with the inner light tie-in, damn, I love that episode. Yeah, and it's got that milfy doctor lady, Astro Doctor. (laughs) Right, that's the one, right? Yeah, I don't know. I like. I really wish I knew episode names a little better. Yeah, it's the one with where he gets the girlfriend. Yeah, she's like. Oh yeah, that's a really great episode. Yeah, she plays piano. Yeah, they play. She plays the the hollow piano, and he plays his little recorder. Oh, and then he plays her vagina (laughs) with his mouth. 
you know? <laughs> That's how you do it. It's kind of like a didgeridoo. You got to have a circular breathing going on. Who does the fingering? <laughs> well, sometimes both. That's, That's a smart joke. <laughs> that is uh, a smart joke. <laughs> last, I wanted to mention The Chase, the biological puzzle that concluded in that wild-ass origin story of the galaxy's yeah. races. Yeah. I don't know how canonical the, this explanation is, but it blew my damn mind. Well, they if you play Star found- Trek Online, that's they're all, it's all over the place in that game, man. There's a whole fucking like expansion about that shit. They're called something in that game, aren't they? Yes, I don't remember. I don't even remember the name of the, the character. It's named Taket. Is uh fuck? What are their names? Tapon, the the originator, something like that. The uh, <laughs> Tapon, Hoteen. It's Hoteen. You're right. Um, they actually names? they actually found a way to legitimize the races being so similar with all the strange four headed human like races making sense. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um. Yeah. That's why that everyone's was a like a biped. Play. That was a very smart play. Because at that point, mm-hmm. I'm sure they were getting a lot of shit for all their aliens just being people with shit on their forehead. Yeah. That shit flies in, like, the 60s, not so much in, like, the late mm-hmm. 80s, 90s, like, where we had, like, Alien up on screen. Right. Um, uh, I know that there are th- at least three or four Vulcanoid races shown in the series, but it got me thinking about Klingons. Why don't we see other Klingonoid Klingaloid races. Klingonoid. Um, as, as far as I'm aware, I imagine. I wonder if killed them all. Yeah, they're kind of like yeah. a, a one. They're like a alpha predator, like a yeah. super predator, right? It's like we, yeah. what we did to the Neanderthals. We even right. killed them or fucked them out of existence. Yeah, sounds hot. I think the proto, <laughs> the, the like proto Vulcans that thought Picard was like God were like probably a result of like the Romulans trying to find a planet and they left Vulcan and yeah. they just fucking left some Vulcans there. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. <laughs> um, so like Klingons, they, they're so proud of their empire. They're not going to like leave. No, they, they got murdering to do. They got to murder, get their murder going. <laughs> oh yeah. I, is, Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's really bothering me that I can't think of the names of those aliens. It's pissing me off. Uh, Fuck. The Forerunners? It's something like that. It's like the... Fuck. God, I can look. I can picture them. Oh, my Um, God. It's driving me crazy. (laughs) Anyway, uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. As the credits rolled in the final episode, I finally understood it. A sudden sinking feeling of, oh, God, what if Picard sucks hit me? I'm not sure uh, how to yeah. handle this feeling. Keep, keep yeah. on trekking from Joost Hendriksen. Nice name. <laughs> Sounds yeah, familiar. I, I agree, man. <laughs> Joost <Yost> Hendriksen. <laughs> I wonder who sent that in. No, it wasn't me. I wouldn't the, do that. Uh, he, he signed the email, though. It's signed from Andrew Oaks. But, um, <laughs> way to ruin the mystery, Jeff. Yeah, yeah um, Jeff. That's like a real concern that anybody who's been a fan of TNG has. It's in the pit of your stomach, no matter how yeah. like optimistic you try and feel. You try and like put out that optimistic energy, and maybe that'll help. In the pit of your stomach, you're like, oh, fuck, what happens but what if it's if? bad? But what if, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. This I isn't mean, like, this isn't a bunch of nobodies in a prequel. This is Picard. Right. This is yeah. fucking Picard. And you can overlook like Nemesis and Insurrection because they were, you know, like bad chapters at the end of a good book. Um and right, it wasn't right. like the end. We know that there's a end going on and there's, you know, but to pick up that character and uh, I mean, I wasn't disappointed in the trailers. <clears throat> yeah. That Romulan had a sword. The worst thing about the trailers is like not to steal from like um, Red Letter Media, but they're 100 percent right. Is like it's always like faith, and it's like just these fucking words. It's like it's like a fucking PowerPoint presentation about like buzzwords for Star Trek, and it's like where's the fucking like story, motherfuckers? Like I don't know. Then they're not really interested in like you can see it with Discovery because I'm I'm not the biggest Discovery hater. Because I think right. there is some gold there. If get off actually... the podcast, <laughs> get off the podcast. Wow! But like, there, there still is potential there. Like, right. there's some elements of season yeah, two that I really I liked. That. I liked all the Pike stuff. I liked all the right. s- yes. most of the Spock stuff. But they just—it's almost like you gave like the the toys to another writer and just said you don't Yo. have to watch any of it. Yo. Just write it. <laughs> Uh, Rich, what you just said is what I always say. I don't know if I've said it on the show before. I probably have. It's what I always say about Abrams. Like, he's like that kid you played Star Wars toys with when you were little. And then he took Chewie and was like, now Chewie's a Jedi. And as as a child, you're like, okay, fine. But in your head, you're like... That's fucking dumb as shit, man. Chewie's a Jedi. Yeah, it's a movie, and that's like that's how I feel about that stuff. Like the toys are being played with wrong, you know? Yeah, Yeah. because I mean, characters don't. uh, Well, especially a character that age, Picard, isn't going to change unless something dramatically life-changing has happened to him. Yeah, he's ninety years old. And they don't have the depth of knowledge of Star Trek to, to actually make, that make a, a no. resounding impact in his life. Right. You so. know, talking about this trailer really just made me remember old trailers. Josh was like, tell us about the story, but trailers don't do that anymore. They're always no, like, they're, they're buzzwords yeah. and like yeah. scenes of action happening yeah. and like trailers like I watched the trailer for Die Hard after I watched the special yeah, it, like one, tells you about the it's movie like, right John McClane is trapped in Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza yeah. and has to yeah. find his way and I'm like shit that's the plot I think at some point we they started listening to people complaining about trailers giving away stories and so they they were like well we gotta make them just be like these buzzword pictures you know but now and they I, all fucking look alike. Every yeah, they're all the same, the same. I don't know what I'm... I don't know to get hyped for a new movie coming out, because it right. looks like every other movie that came out for the last right. 15 years. That's why, like, with, like, when Dread came out, I was like, oh, yeah. this looks shitty. But then you watch yeah. Dread, and you're like, uh, this is incredibly good. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, Dread's trailer <laughs> is cut like a boring-ass everyday yeah. action movie. Yeah, and the movie's like incredible. It's it's not doing any anyone any good. No, it didn't do Dread any good. There was supposed Mm-mm. to be a sequel that I was psyched about. I was too, never man. never happened. Never happened, yep. Cold-blooded. Yep. It sucks. Well, thanks yeah, for that email. 50 fucking Marvel films that come out every month. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Well, then, yeah, because, you know. You know, you're right. Yep. 
<laughs> All the new movies that are coming out from Marvel are like, check out your favorite dead character getting into action before yeah, they die. <laughs> that's like what I think signals the end for me is that it's like, oh, the Black Widow gets a, not that like she like doesn't deserve a movie, but like it's she like, yeah, been she, like the she's third dead. movie. She should have yeah, been like, right? they like uh, Iron Man, Thor, Iron Man Captain two. America, and then. Iron Man 2 should have been a her movie, which it kind of was, right? But it it was an Iron Man movie. But it's like, there's no fucking drama in that film now, because we know she survives. So, like, every villain that's thrown at her, you know she's going to be. Right. And there's not going to be enough to the plot to get around that, either. There's not going to be enough interesting characters. But Jeff, Russian Captain America. (laughs) Get it? He's Russian. I'm excited for that. I love Russian. It's the things. guy from Stranger Things. So guy, he's cool, right? The weird thing about the guy from Stranger Things is how fucking thirsty he makes people when they look <laughs> at him. Like, he just looks like a normal guy to me, but everybody's he's like, ooh, that, fucking pin me down, daddy. He's got that DILF energy going, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he takes his shirt off in Stranger Things season three, I guess. Is it season yeah. two or three? Three. I think yeah, he takes his shirt off, and I was like, "Wow, he looks like me without a shirt." He, he looks like a drunk dad. He looks like a drunk ass dad, which like is he what looks, he is. Right? He's heavier than me by a lot, and I'm oh, like, yeah. "Why do people want to fuck him and not me?" Yeah, whatever. They like people big boys. saying about you, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, everybody, everybody fucking wants to jump my old bones. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> just the one. I only got the one bone people like, but it's a big one. <laughs> I fucked everything but his bone. Um, so thanks for that email, Yost Hendrickson. Cool name. Still love it. Uh, let's actually read this uh, Hoteen email. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Uh, it is entitled... Um, what? How did you know how to say that? It is entitled, Just One Long Fart Noise with a Little Squeak at the End. Oh, perp! <laughs> um... Fuck, how does this motherfucker it. sound? Um, he's kind of evil sounding, right? He's like Ensign. Raspy and he's, British at the moment. He's like Ensign <laughs> Henderson. There. Ensign <laughs> Pennington. What's up, Trek boys? Oh, God. It's what been a do? while, hasn't it? Looks like you've really come a long way since I last wrote. How's Resor- Patty? Resorting to guests, eh? Is it sweeps already? <laughs> wow, what a deep cut. I'm so wounded, Hoteen. And who's your guest? Why, it's Rich Masters. What's the matter, <laughs> Jeff? Tired of being bottom rung on the ladder? <laughs> Damn! Wow. Holy fuck, dude. That's brutal. Alright, well, this email's over. Let's go anyway, to the next delete email. From, like, that is from Sean. That is absolutely... <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking yeah. the seal on this. That is 100% <laughs> fucking Sean. He wanted me yeah. to read it. Yeah. Unlucky. The fact, the fact that it's meaner than he thinks it is lets me know it's Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh. I've heard his season eight scripts, and quite frankly, I found <laughs> Master's submissions shallow. Wow. Your I didn't know Hoteen shows. was a master of literary criticism, too. <laughs> Your Federation shows lack drama. 20 something episodes and not a single betrayal? The finale involves a boy traveling through time and dimensions to shave, save his loved ones. How droll. Wow, Where's the dude, backstabbing? The ambition. I guess I'll never <laughs> understand Federation Entertainment. 
The backstabbing Man. is having right, happening right now, Dupree. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Fucking, this is a turning point. Oh, but then you go and review In the Pale Moonlight, and suddenly a plot I can get behind. How deliciously hypocritical. It's good to know that Captain Sisko understands that if you want something done, you need a rom- you need to Romulan it up a bit. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say to Josh, keep up the good work. Jeff, oh, wow, that's all I get? Cool. Jeff, you're getting better and rich. Uh, you have a nice voice. <laughs> That joke would have worked much better if I had have actually read that. <laughs> yeah, yeah that been good. Rich has refused, so sorry. Yeah. Abstained. Uh, I, I I don't know. Is everyone afraid of me? Is that why I don't get roasted? I'm up for yes. a roast. I can do roast. Yes. Like, Guys, come on. Sean's a bitch, and he won't do it. <laughs> I can take it. I got. I I don't know. I think I have a pretty thick skin. So our next email. All my old man skin is on me still. (laughs) Everybody thinks you got thin old man skin. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Our our next email is from Pizza Man. There he is. still has a fucking AOL.com address. My God. Incredible. Uh, Does this email come from 1995? Well, I doubt it, because he's only like 10. He's like ten or eleven years old. He's eleven? No, no. He's 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 younger than us. But he's, he's twenty. Well, that doesn't he's mean I'm not. Okay, yeah. good. He's twenty-one. Oh, he can drink legally in America. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, it's entitled "Hi, Rich." <laughs> and he uh, writes, hi, "Hi, Pizza Man." We're here Hello, too. Hello, it's me, Pizza Man. Okay, Josh, you're uh, getting the experience of going to the Discord that I have every time, <laughs> where they just completely fucking I, ignore I, me. I'm fine with it. I like that they talk to each other. It's nice. Uh, it's 3 a.m., and I just finished editing episode zero of TTOS, which also happens to be my final project for one of my classes. Yay! Nice. Cool. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna listen to episode zero of Tapon's Theater on Subspace, which explains what the fuck it is, finally, <laughs> uh, you could head to SoundCloud or find them on Twitter at Tapon's Theater on Subspace. Search for that nice. and you'll find them. Uh, he continues. Anyway, Rich is cool writer boy who write good. Rich, talk <laughs> about TTOS. Okay, now I sleep. Sleep good, boys. Wow. Uh, P.S. B. Sean gave me a Voyager watch list. Maybe I'll get through that on winter break. So far, Neelix is bad, and Janeway sounds like she smokes a lot. She so, does, I think, in real life. I had a look at Boston Sean's Voyager guide, and there is more than ten episodes in there, so it's already I don't, slightly <laughs> I don't believe that there are five decent episodes of Voyager. I couldn't name mention. five. He, actually, I'm not going to take up for him. He was very mean to me a minute ago, so never mind. Yeah, it's a terrible list. <laughs> yeah, it's a bullshit list. Fuck that list. It's a fucking terrible list. Thanks for that email, Pizza Man. Rich did not talk about TTOS. I did. Nice. Did. Uh, Josh and I guest star on two episodes of that, right? It's I two. It's, is it two or is it three? I thought it was three. I think it it's been three. three. It might be three. Yeah, we guest voice on three of those episodes. I lost We're my in voice every one. time I did it. I lost my fucking whole voice. I was yeah. like, oh my god. Like, Matt does um, the voice of Drac now, and he, uh, yeah, he's constantly saying, like, I've got to get my voice warmed up for it. Yeah. Oh, you it's do? Horrible. Like, it's crazy. Klingons, man, they're hard. They're hard. They live a hard life. 
Yeah. Like I couldn't do Drag's voice. Like I did Hoteen's voice, and he had like, but he had like a pretty okay amount of lines. I just did them a ton. Yeah. And at the end, I was like, ah, ah. Yeah, you're like choking on your own not spit anymore. Well, thanks for you that know. email, Pizza Man. Everybody, go check out Tapon's Theater on Subspace, especially the episodes we're in. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and the most recent one, which is up today. Oh, nice. Although it won't be today. No, it'll have been like a two, two weeks, weeks ago, ago at two this point. Ago. No, yeah. yes, two weeks ago, yeah. Um, our next email is from Yakub, and Yaku. it is entitled, All Hail Rich Master Bitches. <laughs> wow. It's a fucking red carpet, man. I love it. <laughs> I, I bring you this pitch as tribute. Jeff, <laughs> read it aloud. I don't pay you patronage at patreon.com slash podcast for nothing. <laughs> Thanks for the for the ad. I appreciate the ad. I like that you thought I was going to like read it Not under read my it breath on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just read it to yourself quietly while we're like, uh-huh, all right. Voyager pitch it or ditch it. Stowaways. Uh. Skimming, skimming, skimming. Um, it's a Voyager pitch it or ditch it title Stowaways. Okay. Voyager lifts off from a planet after emergency repairs. Shortly after leaving, the crew finds ovoid objects half as large as people located all over the ship. What? Neelix is useless and says he hasn't seen anything like this. The doctor examines them, discovers that they're eggs, and they're going to hatch within days. (laughs) Just big Easter eggs. Tuvok points out that sensors didn't show any life on the planet when they just left, so there's no telling when the stowaways came aboard. (laughs) Janeway is met with a dilemma. Either she lets the eggs hatch on the ship, risking that they're offspring of a pre-warp civilization and having to care for them, or leaves them somewhere without certainty that they can survive. Huh. I mean, I feel like they would be more worried that they're going to, like, hatch and be horrible monsters that'll kill them. That could be, like, a Tyrannosaurus Rex in there. Maybe I mean, I guess they'd scan it. Maybe they'd be worried that they would have more personality than most of the crew and replace them. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> God damn, it's hot as hell on this episode of Emma Class Wow. Instant <laughs> captain. <laughs> Instant oh. captain. He, he says, honestly, I'm not too deep into Voyager to tell what Janeway would do, but I think it's an interesting no-win prime directive scenario. Mm-hmm. The idea for this plot is based on brood parasitic behavior common of the cuckoo, a bird that sneaks its egg into other birds' nests to feed and care for them. Oh, I like that. I yeah, like that's that. that's a great whenever, concept. Yeah, that's awesome. I like when things are like linked to reality like that. That's cool. I would yeah, pitch I mean, that. I'd pitch I that. think that's yeah, a really yeah. good basis for an episode. Yeah. So, d- the Janeway paradox of how she would uh, respond. So, she would either kill every egg and crush them under her heel, or <laughs> have babies with the egg, or yes, anything yes. in between those two things. Could be anything. <laughs> she would, like, in some episodes, she would definitely crush the eggs herself right. with a bat. Yeah. yeah. In other episodes, she would hatch them and then raise them as her own children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And keep them forever, and they would become plot points for future episodes. We kind of get that with Echeb, right? Mm. With those kids. Like, they're oh, kind of yeah. like, here's the kids. There's kids here now. You gotta have kids on the show. Yeah. You gotta bring in the kid audience. Because yep. we've got no other audience. <laughs> <laughs> they were like throwing spaghetti at the wall, like whatever fucking sticks at certain points. They used up that seven well pretty quick. Like, they ran out of uh, juice there, so they had to, like, 
that's the thing. It's like it got so bad towards the end that they had to like get to pull tits out every time chance they could in Enterprise to actually make sure they had something to keep watching. Yeah, I don't remember that episode. Can you send me a link to that? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and send me a link to that one too. Not for any reason. Let me look on the internet here. What if I put in to Paul ratings boosters titties um, Paul titties. Oh, there the, they are. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the email concludes by asking, "So, Rich, now that you're on M Class Podcast, which Trek boy are you going to push out of the nest? I need update. <laughs> I need to update the risk level of Josh getting fired." Your oh, it's always me. Ensign Jakub. USS it's always me. Bev Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> USS Bev Crusher? <laughs> Fucking amazing. Um, so, if I had to push one of you out of the nest... Now, I'm basing this on the fact that I am incredibly lazy and wouldn't have any of the, you know, front man qualities. <laughs> so... <laughs> That we obviously have. And we already know that Josh is capable of coming back from a podcast firing. (laughs) (laughs) I have reboundability, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I'd probably replace Josh badly. Oh, that's cool. I... I mean, it would be me, because I don't really do anything here. I just sort of like... Oh, you edit the show! <laughs> yeah, I would do like, less than you're, that. You're also, you're also, like, the funny part of the show. What happens uh, then? I don't know. That's debatable. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't I think a show a, with, like, two straight men and no funny man on it would be great. <laughs> I would love it. I'd listen to the shit out of it. <laughs> uh, thanks for that email. All everyone aboard the USS Bev Crusher. I appreciate <laughs> Bev. that email. They call it the Bev. Oh man, our <laughs> next email is from Boston Sean Dupree, so I'm gonna skip that. Our next email is from Spivzy, <laughs> and it's entitled "Star Trek is a Television Show." <laughs> what? And he writes, "Good afternoon, my dearest Trek boys." <laughs> oh God, it's me again, Spivzy from the internet. <laughs> Hi. I wanted to ask you a question about a popular television franchise, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. Star Trek? I think you got it. Are there any episodes you can think of where you would like to have seen a part two or follow-up of the events of that episode? For example, I want to know what happened to the planet they dumped all of Wesley's nanobots on. Did they keep (laughs) multiplying? Did they doom the sector of space? (laughs) <laughs> Star Trek isn't as bad as a lot of shows are with maintaining status quo by the next episode, but there are some moments I think they could have done with some closure. But I guess that's what the bugs are for. Yeah. I mean, you could really pick a ton of them and be like, well, let's go back and see, right? Because like, like, like the one with the gender, how they, how they deal with that. There's the one in Enterprise with the disease. Like, should they cure the disease or shouldn't they, right? I'm I'm leery about this concept about doing yeah, a part me too. two because there was supposed yeah. to be a part two to the Inner Light. Yeah, it would have been terrible. Um, and I've read it because it's a novel. It's like a no- it, he turned it into a novelization, and the um, the aliens that were on the planet that Picard experienced through the probe uh, show up in another probe, and they've been frozen in it. Uh, and one terrible. of the aliens is his wife. That's terrible. Damn, that's really bad. The whole episode is him pining after this woman he spent a life with who knows nothing about him, so he's a huge creepo towards her. Yeah, and like I think then they all gotta, blow up in the end. I think Picard would have like a pretty good sense about that. Like he would know, right? He's not some like piney little like schoolgirl. 
he'd be like, that didn't really happen to her. You know? It's yeah, very poorly written. Yeah. Feel. Yeah, he would say, we, you have to... Because they don't know anything about the Federation. Why would he do that? No. It would, like, the storyline kind of circumvented that because they find another probe and they bring it in to study. They don't sense any life signs on it. Oh, I see. And they open it up and it's full of popsicle people. Uh, always with the popsicle people. Um, and one of them is Khan again? <laughs> oh, no! It's Ricardo Montalban and he's 96 years old and he's pissed. I'm looking for Norpan. <laughs> <laughs> Where's fucking Kirk? He died 100 years ago. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I guess I'll just go home. <laughs> <laughs> he's all burnt and shit, all fucked up. Um... He, f- he finishes up the email. We can come up with more episodes after this, but I thought this was very interesting. Uh-huh. Also, I was listening to a song called 451 by the band You Won't recently. Uh-huh. And it has the lyrics, I was counting out rattlesnakes under my bed. There are 25 Joshuas, 39 Jeffs. And wow. I thought that was really funny. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird as fuck, isn't what it? What is it called? <laughs> Let me look it up on Spotify. Um, what's it called? You're gonna listen to it while we do the podcast. No, I'm just gonna get it ready for later when I'm not. Okay, okay. Uh, well, I'm not being a professional. Yeah. So, Rich, are there any episodes you wish were had sequels? Um, I. It's hard for me because anything that I wanted covered in TNG, I kind of selfishly wrote myself. Yeah, um, so, that's true. So I wanted more. I wanted to know about Armus, although I didn't really, you know, as a kid, that I loved that episode. It's one of those ones that mm. um, really stuck with me because I thought Armus looked cool. Um, I was wrong, but because um, <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like he's wearing like a black sack and he's covered in goo. Yeah, um, yeah. he's so cool. But like. <laughs> Who created him and who, like, left him on the planet? Like, I want to know right. the origin. But then you don't want to know the origin because then you end up with, you know, like, it's, the Joker problem where you... It's you the know, Boba it's almost, Fett paradox. Yeah, it's yeah. scarier yeah. not knowing, isn't it? Right. He's cooler because you don't know about him. Yeah. Nothing is scarier than Armus as well. <laughs> so Yeah. You get near that guy, you're getting bitch slapped to death. <laughs> Dude, in the summertime around here, there's tons of Armus. They're always Armusing up the roads. <laughs> Armus is like some somebody's kid fell in a mud hole and got up and was like, I'm a monster. And the writer was like, wait a minute. Hold on. I think we got something. I, th- I think I got the first season episode of Star Trek. <laughs> I guess I'd oh, like wow, to okay. know more about certain characters. Like, you know, I always wanted to see more Barkley. I always wanted to yeah. see more Roxana. I always wanted to... It's the B characters. I feel like the A characters are mostly fleshed out. So I wanted yeah, they're to see, good to go, right? Yeah. So I wanted to see anything that, you know, told a bit... I wanted to see Guinan interact with another Elorian or find out why she hates Q so much. Right. That sort of stuff. Yeah, that would that's that would be the only thing I would I would I think she tolerate. The Q destroyed her planet. I thought the Borg did, but yeah. the Q also just fucked with them or something. Because yeah, they're kind of like higher life forms, right? Them. Like the the Elorians are sort of like wizards in space, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you're definitely right about Barkley, man. Like, I would love 
any episode with Barkley in it to have a sequel. Yeah. I love that guy. I want it like a day in the life of Barkley. It's just yeah. like the boringest Barkley shit. <laughs> I'd watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> I'd like to see how he, like, I guess in Voyager, like later on, you get to see how he progressed, that he like stands up to his superiors because he knows what yeah. he's doing is right and everything. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen more of that, like in TNG though, more of that progression. Right. You get to see him in First Contact where he's a stammering idiot and it's funny. <laughs> Good thing he was on the ground for that one, huh? He would have not done so well up on the ship. No. No. That would have been <laughs> hilarious. Though. He'd have been like, oh no. He's just <laughs> dropping his phase rifle and it goes off and kills the Borg around him. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have wrote that movie. <laughs> Uh, Spibsy finishes out the email by saying, All right, bye. <laughs> Commodore wow. Spibsy of Spibsy Fleet Command. I started my own military. Wow. All right. That's <laughs> got cool. a little dictator. <laughs> Our next email is from Ben Beeler. Beeler. Uh, I, I probably shouldn't say his full name, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it's entitled Master's Class Emails, <laughs> Episode 1. And Whoa. it says, Dear Rich... Kissing emoji, winky emoji. Sincerely, <laughs> Captain Desrath of the USS Lollipop, Lollipop, whatever letter I'm on. He doesn't even uh, know. Yes. Trick boys. <laughs> I love you too, Ben. <laughs> Rich, Rich, give us a Trek boys. Trek boys. Hell nice. yeah. That was beautiful. That was great. I put I'm going to isolate that and use accent. it. <laughs> I'm going to use it and put it in episodes randomly. And <laughs> put it in anytime we say Trek Boys, just put a phantom put him of him behind yeah. us. It's just going to be him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we, we've got an email here from Fedco. Okay. And it is in, entitled M Class Diner Lingo. All right. And he says, Hey, Jeff, Josh, and Rich. Just hey. regular old Fedco here. He, he writes in as a Vulcan named Fedco sometimes. Yeah. Very confusing. He says, too hurried to be in character. We just finished making some Trek Boy Diner lingo in the old Trek Boy Patreon Discord for only one dollar. I can't wait to hear these. Patreon.com slash M-Class Podcast, everybody. Um, And now we're (laughs) passing the fun on to you. Awesome. uh, The Good Red is Ketchup. That's by Fedco. (laughs) The Good Red. Uh, Trek Boy is a regular customer by Fedco again. Okay. Uh, pushy, overweight business person or POB is need a fork and a knife by Sean. <laughs> uh, I never worked in a diner. Is this like a thing? Do they have yeah, like code like, names? Yeah, like something's called shit on a shingle. Yeah, that's like, like a, a cream dried beef is shit on a shingle. Yeah, it's like. Uh, it's a it's a thing that's in on TV a hell of a lot more than it is in real life, where diners yeah. have like l- the people working there yell lingo out. Yeah, one Betty or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah, a Vulcan is no meat. That's Ben. That's good. Uh, make it a Masters is to add extra. That's by Fedco. <laughs> nice. Uh, Taloxian style is all Leola root. That's by Ben. And it's got hair in it. Ugh. 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 
uh, Tribble Kibble is oatmeal. That's by Poppy. That's pretty good. <laughs> the funniest thing is I don't need you to put who made this beside it. Like, well, I they just want know you already. They want us. To, oh, you know. Oh, nice. I just know already. Uh, Raptor Wing is a difficult customer. And that they apparently used to be those who march under, under the Raptor the wing. wing. Yeah, that's by Sean. Uh, EPS is extra pepper and salt. <laughs> EPS conduit. That's a Fedco. That's pretty good. Uh, side of Kazon is a side of broccoli. It's by Fedco as well. Amazing. Uh, Poppy made run it through the ODN relay, which is overdone, extra crispy. <laughs> that's amazing. Poppy also created my favorite, which is Gherkin Burke, which is gravy and biscuits. Gherkin Burke! Oh, man, I want some Gherkin Burke. Uh, replicate it is duplicate in order. Nice. Sean. That's good. Another Sean is Big Eared. That's a known bad tipper. That okay. one's a little race. That's a little, yeah. That's a little, like, <laughs> Um, This is another one by Sean, and it says, LOL, rest in peace, next to it. <laughs> and uh, it's Enterprise, which means undercooked. Okay. All right. Not bad. <laughs> but, like, that's tough because, like, which Enterprise? Because there's, like, six of them. <laughs> well, he's talking about the show. I know, I know, but <laughs> I'm just being difficult. I'm being diner uh, difficult. I'm being a, what do they call it, a tough customer. You're being a raptor wing. A raptor wing, yeah. Um, saucer separation. Put the sauce on the side. <laughs> It's a poppy. <laughs> That's good. Oh, shit. This might actually be my favorite. I begrudgingly give it to Sean. Warp 10 is a catfish meal. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, that one's super good. Here's another Sean. Battle Bridge is we're out of it. <laughs> what? Because what? <laughs> they only use it, like, twice. <laughs> <laughs> and Warp 9 is Make It Snappy by someone that Fedco forgot to write down. <laughs> well, good job, that person. Those These are great. great. Yeah, those are really good. I, I think I'm gonna have to go with Gherkin Burke as my favorite. Still, it's just it's the most delicious one, right? It's Warp it's Ten using, might be good. It's using our lingo as well, which I yeah, always appreciate because we're funny and we're great. <laughs> All right, time to send it in and pray it gets read. It's extra important because it's mostly the ideas of my fellow Trek boys. Uh, Thanks for reading, Fed. How That's nice. sweet, Fed. That's good. Um, I think if I don't I, read your email on the show, it doesn't mean I hate you, everyone. It doesn't yeah. mean I'm doing it on purpose. As Rich learned today, I literally just read them in order until we run out of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think this conversation happened uh, today after I left. We, For context, we had spent the hour before that talking about bread. <laughs> So it's not yes. all gold in the in the Discord, but it is ninety six percent gold. Like I, every time I stop Discord. in, you guys are talking about something. It's always something. Yeah, the Discord is like live journal, but in real time. Yeah. like yeah. everybody is just talking about what the fuck ever about How their, their lives. day was. Yeah, what kind of bread they like. Sure, it's great. It, there's it's never a fun anything time. not everybody to talk has, about. Yeah. And there's a lot of different rooms that you could take your different conversations to. Yeah, take that to the Gherk and Burke room. The gravy and biscuit room. <laughs> Man, I wish. Fuck yeah, dude. Now I'm hungry for that shit. You know what? I'll fucking read this last Sean email. I'll read it. I'll read <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, read email. it up. Um, 
Oh god, it's long. Never mind. Okay, uh, our next email. <laughs> wow. Nah, it's uh, it's from Sean, Boston Sean, and it's uh, entitled "God, I just have to clean my desk out. All these pitches are ditches. Where should I put them?" Oh my god. Why? Wait. So let me get this straight. You're writing them down, and then you're putting them in your desk, <laughs> and then you're taking them out of your desk, and then you're typing them on a computer. <laughs> I'm confused, Sean. This is a convoluted process, Sean. No wonder you're like... Yeah, this is chaos. (laughs) He writes, JJ and R. Okay. Trick boys! Trick boys! Trek history boys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big fan of flawed characters here. Enough preamble, let's commence the pitches. TOS. Klingons invade the Enterprise. Sulu grabs his sword and keeps them off the bridge. Uh, ditch it. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> yeah. Is that sexual <laughs> Wangling a dick at them. Wangling a dick? I love it. <laughs> if it's that, I'm in 100%. If Sulu fucks a bunch of Klingons, then I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, TOS, the landing party, finds themselves stuck on 1950s planet. They need to build a hot rod and win a street race before All they right. can escape. Alright, yes. Yes. I'll pitch that one. Yes. That's <laughs> only, incredible. Only if Tom Paris also came back and he was yes. building another hot rod that was really bad, like a soapbox <laughs> derby car. Oh my god, he's like the bad like like ski villain. Dude, I'm like picturing this, right? And like, of course, the crew of the Enterprise are greasers. They all have to dress up as greasers to win the hot rod contest. And Spock has to hide just the very top of his ears, right? Yeah. So he's wearing one of those like leather daddy gay hats with with a metal thing in the front. Yeah, dude. I can Can have a propeller hat. Can can Chekhov have a propeller hat? He's, he's like, gee, whore, I want you to come to the malt shop with me. He's speaking all fucking Russian, and they're like, where are you from? Oh, yeah, that would be a big problem, speaking Russian in the 1950s yeah. in America. Yeah, that wouldn't be great. Uh, TNG, Data gets his first nightmare and requests to sleep with Jordy for the night. Groggily, <laughs> Jordy agrees. Unfortunately, this becomes a habit. That's kids, man. I mean, Data the only already had her in Geordie's bed. Yeah, oh, she's on damn. fire, man. This dude is lighting this shit up. He's just fire spewing out of this man's mouth. He's vicious. Uh, Data already had his first nightmare in the show, motherfucker. Yeah. Watch the show. He painted a bird <laughs> or something, an eagle or something. Uh, he had a telephone in his chest. Oh yeah, the ch- the chest phone. <laughs> um. TNG, Loaxana shows up, declaring a new philosophy on life. She won't shut up about her new favorite book and gives everyone a copy of Eat, Pray, Love. Nope. It That's totally mom's. So I already have one of those. Shades of Grey. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go for that one. Like, she's into kinky shit, and she's like, Picard! Yeah, and she, like, flaps his butt, like, totally inappropriately. <laughs> it's a Loaxana episode, so I'll pitch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, DS9, the flaming quark. <laughs> just a drink? Like the flaming mo? Yeah. yeah flaming mo. It's just a remake of the flaming mo episode, but with All quark. Right. Yes, absolutely pitch. then. Yes. I'll pitch that. Yes. Uh, also, DS9, Jake and Nog get really into pogs. 
by the end of the episode, Bashir and O'Brien are in the hollow suite slamming milk caps. <laughs> I don't think anyone who was really into pogs when it was a thing was really into pogs. No, people just got them. They, they were like, ah, they got my characters on it. I get yeah. it. I'll get a Bart Simpson slammer. Sure, why not? I'm still surprised that people paid for those. Like, you can pretty yeah. much make your own pogs now. It's Oh, for sure. You, why? Yeah, we were stupid. All right, yeah. let me go ahead and get my notes out. Sell pogs. Mark that <laughs> More out. pog sales. I found a website that lets you make pogs and sell them the other day, and I was like, hmm. Why aren't we making us? <laughs> why aren't we making pogs of us? Why do we do class pogs? In class pogs. Why are we not? Apparently, nobody wants pogs, according to Rich Masters. I'd buy so. a set of M class pogs. <laughs> See? <laughs> Who wouldn't? Um, I'll pitch that one. Hell yeah. To, just to sell our own pogs. <laughs> Buy the new M-Class pogs. This one has topogs, topog on it. <laughs> <laughs> this one just has Alf on it? What is this? <laughs> He's an alien. He could be in Star Trek. You don't know. Uh, Voyager Paris gets into pogs? <laughs> Damn. Double pitch. Paris um, wouldn't get into pogs. He'd get into something really terrible like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Or Yu-Gi-Oh or Yo-Yo? Oh, Remember no. when Yo-Yo was big? Uh, I like Yo-Yo. I, I liked Yo-Yo, so I guess I was. The I kid guess that Yo-Yo got is doing a thing. Like you're like doing a thing, right? I used to be able to do all the tricks and everything too. The ones that kids think that they're way cooler than they actually are for. Damn. Paris suck on that. Bought. Gobots instead of Transformers. Yeah, oh he was. God. Yeah, it's better. It's a better show. That was <laughs> no. him. Get the fuck out of here. That's him saying. Um, Voyager season six. Everyone decides to get matching tattoos, like in Starship Troopers. Harry Kim's mom is not impressed. She grounds him. What? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get into clarinet school with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'd have something like music bars on his arm. Yeah. It'd be so bad. It'd, yeah. Oh my god. I'm going to go ahead and ditch both of these because they're Voyager and Paris is going to be in both of them. Yeah, but so. think about how much better they probably would be than most episodes, though. <laughs> it's true. It's like a dilemma. I don't know. Pog episode. Especially if the Pog episodes of either Deep Space Nine or Voyager were just obvious commercials. Like, oh, yeah. Where the fu- like, Paris would turn to the screen with his paw and be like, this one's called a slammer. You can get one with Janeway on it. Janeway is, like, in in the mess hall with a robe on, like, a mom in a commercial sipping her coffee. <laughs> and she shakes her head, oh, boys. Like, he shows her, he's like, you can get Janeway on this one. And she's like, oh, wow, even oh. I won one? Oh, your mom? Your space mom is on it? At the same time, Neelix is in the fridge, and he's like, um, there's some purple stuff, some Leona root. Oh, Sunny D. <laughs> Sunny D. <laughs> oh, this man. one has Chakotay on it, but we don't need it. And he throws it away, and it does like a triple take of Chakotay. <laughs> like, the camera tilts and moves. Yeah. And he looks at the camera like, oh, no. <gasps> and then they say that it's not suitable for kids over five, so Kez can't play. <laughs> Right, they'll choke on it. They show Kess, and they have to do the Heimlich maneuver, and she spits up the Alf Pog. 
Um, Enterprise, they visit a planet with very impressionable, very human-like life forms. Reed brings his book about early 20th century organized crime, but accidentally leaves it there. Big reveal, it's the gangster planet from TOS. No! No, absolutely not. Good job, Reed, you fucking dumbass. Absolutely not. No way. Ditch. Yep. (laughs) Hard fucking ditch. It's a Reed episode. Yeah, also that, yeah. Two Um, bad things. The last one is Enterprise Texas Hold'em episode. Before oh you pitch your ditch, remember just how big Hold'em was in 2004. <laughs> yeah, I was like 21. I remember exactly how big it was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to parties and people are playing fucking Texas Hold'em and being like, what the fuck is this? I'd pitch that. Uh, I'd like to see T'Pol. I'd like to see a Vulcan play cards. Yeah, what if it was like Casino Royale? Then I would watch it. What if... What if they swung a giant fucking piece of metal in the archer's dick over and over and over again? <laughs> oh, God, the dick sock. He beats him with that dick sock. He's like, Ugh, Is it a rope? Uh, I think it's a rope, right? Oh, that sucks, man. That's hard to watch. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ditch a Texas Hold'em episode. Like, I have a question. Is Ava Green in it, and is she naked? What am I saying? She's in it. Of course she's naked. That bitch loves getting naked. <laughs> Uh, he signs the email, Okie dokie, I found my new in-universe calling. Look forward to next emails. Signed, <laughs> Boston Sean. Field tech for Tribble Terminators. Your one-stop shop for all your Tribble extermination needs. That sounded like a threat. About yeah, the next time. Yeah, it does sound like a threat, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it now, because that was threatening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared now, everyone. Ter- triple Terminators? Like, what? You mean Klingons? Are they Klingons? <laughs> Remember when Worf is like, my, my people declared war on them. <laughs> Our last email of the evening. Woo. It's from Rich Masters. What? <laughs> you lied to him. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Oh, man, that was crazy. Uh, Rich has specifically requested that we don't read his email until next week. Yeah. Because how fucking awkward would that be? Yeah. You wouldn't be able to ditch it with... Oh, you would be able to ditch it. I would you... ditch it right in front of your face, dog. <laughs> it just feels you know what? super self-indulgent. Yeah, I, I hear you. I don't want to make it. This whole show is us being self-indulgent. If you want to read it, go ahead. If you... No, 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 no. No, we'll read it. No, 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 no. It's okay. We'll tease um, them for next time. Come back. Yeah. It'll get get their appetites wetted. Wet. It's a good one. I bet it is. I, I wrote it, so I'm going to say that. Yeah, of course it's good. <laughs> well, I agree with you because you wrote it. So, it, Rich Masters, Master of Writing. Yeah. Thank you. They Put named you right. business card, dude. Do you have business a business card? Um, I, I literally I joined a... Twitter about three weeks ago, and I, I feel followed like you. Such a fraud! Yeah. I know. I feel I feel blessed that you. I follow both you did. too. Does that count for anything? Or... Yeah, yeah, I said both of you. I said both. <laughs> I said Jeez. Both of you. <laughs> it's not like favorite kid syndrome. I followed you first, Rich. <laughs> no, I did. I, I liked your writing me... first. I pitched it first. I love He's you gonna get me pogs. Okay. <laughs> such a parent uh... cop out. What I will do. That is was, a lie that parents say to their yo, kids. Yo, I was telling my little cousins about how much of a lie that is. I was like, I was like, look, one of you is a favorite. Cold blooded. I, I was like, one of you is a favorite for me. <laughs> and like, I, I wouldn't I tell them. 
I did that to the fucking Discord where I was like, yeah, I got a list of like top five Trek boys. <laughs> And, like, they, they spent ages trying to figure yeah. out who was on it. And I just yeah. kept being like, nah, not them. Nah, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our last email of the evening is from uh, Henry Torbert. Yeah. And it is entitled Enterprise 9-11. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be this a has fun spoilers movie. in it. For if, 9-11? If you, yeah, if you guys don't know what happened on 9-11, please turn this off. <laughs> you might not have been born yet. Uh, he begins. Oh, if you don't want to read spoilers for Enterprise, go ahead and skip ahead like ten minutes, five minutes, something like that. Take a wild guess. Uh, as I've mentioned, it's gonna like cut ahead. He's gonna cut ahead five minutes, and I'm gonna be like, and that's why Archer dies. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be weird. Uh, as I've mentioned in my previous communications, Romulus has been destroyed here in the future. Oh, it's an in-character thing. Okay. Uh-huh. As I've been piloting what used to be Starbase 54 back toward the Federation at Impulse after it was displaced by the supernova, I've had a lot of time to watch hollow documentaries. Okay. Months, in fact. As a layman historian, in addition to being a morale officer, I have taken great interest in the exploits of one Jonathan Archer, who I'm sure you know is an important voice in the founding of the Federation. Yep. I've recently started reviewing his mission into the Delphic Expanse following the Zindi attack on Earth, mm-hmm. and I can't help but notice that it bears a striking resemblance to a certain attack at the very beginning of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Furthermore... <laughs> Many of Archer's actions are reminiscent of those of certain American entities following the attacks in 2001. I was I particularly. I don't know Im- what you're talking about. <laughs> I've deleted that from my memory. We're on to new problems now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was particularly impressed by a recording titled "The Shipment," where the NX01 crew have to remember that a being's race is not a basis for calling them an enemy. Mm-hmm. However. Most of the time, these recordings are reminiscent of something that happened further back in the past. For instance, the drumhead trial from Captain Picard's time is more of a look back at McCarthy's hearings. Mm-hmm. There are episodes of Enterprise where Captain Archer, among other things, depressurizes an airlock with a pirate inside of it, which is very much like waterboarding, and wipes a Zindi scientist's recent memories to get information, which yeah. reminds me of truth serums. That's okay, though. Because he's fine. Uh, <laughs> Also, he's making a Death Star, so fuck him. Uh, I I feel that these episodes do not do a great job of exploring these methods that Archer uses, and I have a growing suspicion that it's because, for the time, the recordings are tackling an event so incredibly recent for when they were released, as opposed to the racism, sexism, often tackled by TOS or TNG, which, Mm. while it is a current episode, is not based around a single event. So right. what are your thoughts? Am I overthinking or am I on to something? I think you're on to something. I think yeah. people in this country were... Uh, I mean, we're still fucked up from 9-11, but after it, even a, a couple of years after it, people were really broken. It, like, it snapped people. Yeah, like, I mean, look at the popularity of the television show 24. Right. It was like, like a pure like, fantasy about a guy who saves America, right? Like, Yeah, and he yeah. fucking tortures the shit out of brown people in yeah. that show. Yeah. And everybody was just like, yeah, you go, hero. Because yeah. we were just fucked up from 9-11. I mean, it was... To quote someone else, one weird day. <laughs> it was one weird day. I remember coming home from college. So, like, my dad came to get me, and he had a gun on the dashboard, which is very American. Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ. And I, I, But I remember driving around that weekend, because, like, I mean, nothing, um, like, for a week, like, nothing happened in America. Like, everyone was just, like, stopped. Like, the world stopped. And I remember jets just flying around, like fucking F-16s, F-15s, yeah. like flying around. 
This shit like, was flying over West Virginia, yeah. so you know we were fucking, we were like jacked up on that. Juice. It was crazy. It was. There were people, and I fucking, I thought it was super funny at the time, and now I find it a billion times more funny. <laughs> there were people in West Virginia who were terrified that Al Qaeda was going to bomb. There. West Virginia, yeah. because we had chemical plants. The heart like of society, nowhere else in America, West Virginia. Yeah. Nowhere else in America has chemical plants. Only West Virginia. So yeah. they're going to bomb us. That's just like fantasy. Again, it's just like pure fantasy. Like they're imagining their self-importance. Yep. And that's a lot of people Absolutely. were like that. People were like, what about Philly? And it's like, Philly is a little more understandable because like there's like things here. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> nobody's like, going to attack Philly. Well, like, no, right. No, no. And they, they weren't. Right. So, but, yeah. Yeah. But people were like, they didn't know. Like that was it. We joke about my dad, like, like, like uh, Paul and Nick are like, what was your dad going to do with that gun? And I was like, he's going to shoot a plane down, dude. He's going to stand on Broad Street <laughs> and shoot a fucking plane out of the sky. It, it, was a, it was a strange time for America, and, like, the following years afterwards, like, we're still fucked up, Josh said, but, like, for the first, like, eight years after that, maybe? Yeah. Like, television was literally, like, propaganda. Right. Everything was propaganda, yeah. including, uh, like, huge chunks of Enterprise. Where, yeah. like, they were tackling the issues of the day in the same way, like, TOS did, but... In a way, they see, like they can be interpreted as being on the super wrong side, yeah. right? Like issues. racism, like it's it's pretty. If you're a rational human being, racism is bad, right? Like nine yes. eleven is such a gray. Like, what do we do about yeah. this? You know what I mean? Like, what like what should we do? And it turns out in real life, we wound up doing a couple of real fucking dumbass fucking things, right? Like, yeah, going in the Iraq. Hey, Rich, how do you weigh in? Hey, Rich, how do you weigh in on this racism thing? How do you feel about it? Well, I mean, it's it's really it's really difficult for me to... Cause cut his mic, cut his mic, cut his <laughs> mic. <laughs> it's, it's difficult for me to talk about how I feel about 9-11, because it feels... It almost felt very detached. It, like, yeah. we had, like, a sort of... We were only seeing it through a TV screen. We weren't see it. We weren't living it. Yeah, um, and I don't think we lived. That's true. Well, you we guys had it. that July thing with the yeah. We had with seven, the train, seven, right? Yeah, which, seven seven. You know, it isn't as poetic as nine eleven. So instantly, it feels right. it feels not as heavy. Um, right, but it's a but, you know a major terrorist attack. Yeah, so. of course, yeah, no and doubt. Like you know, a lot of people use the the tube, the the metro, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> to get to work, and it it just felt like. There's a real British thing about you know like we didn't we didn't go crazy and but I think that's right. We were mainly inconvenienced because we couldn't right. get to work on time for a week. Um, and no, that we went <laughs> fucking wild. I mean, you guys got bombed during World War Two. You were like used to that shit. Yeah, like, there's this is a the different, first time anybody bombed us. It's a very different mentality here because yeah, people we were like, aren't used yo, to we it. did the bombing. Right. Well, we I bomb. Mean, you don't we, bomb. We bomb. Right. We, um, from an outsider's <laughs> perspective, it felt like um, watching Rome about to fall, or right. you know, watching like. Because you, you always think like you know empires fall, don't they? And right. as as much mm-hmm. as we like to pretend it's not, America, you know, is an is an empire. The West is an empire in its own right. And what right. you think is this the end of it? And I kind of feel like that was more what the rest of the world may have been thinking. Yeah. But for you guys, it yeah. was like it was almost happening on your doorstep. So right. it was kind of 
it is it we i kind of feel like we felt a totally different sort of set of circumstances but then you feel like well if my older brother is getting beaten up at school does that right. mean i'm gonna get beat up at school right, right. Um, yeah and then the whole of europe went into sort of like panic mode because you know, yeah like every yeah, what, if, what if it happens here technically a right yeah well exactly. that's that's the double but that's what's even worse about it is like they succeeded in like dividing everybody because then like you said every brown person is the enemy and like uh, like we all knew like again rational human beings who live in society knew that like well that's what's going to happen again mm-hmm. people are just going to start saying that shit and it yeah. happened you know I, w- I would like to, I would like it to be put on the record of the podcast that Rich Masters completely dodged the question about racism. He didn't answer that at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I feel I, I'll, I'll put it on record right now. I feel terrible that racism exists. Right. Well, that was brave of you to say. That was Thank very you. good. I'm picking a side here. You picked, a, you picked a side. It's a tough one, though. Um, no. There are not good people on both sides. Um, yes, yes. There's, there's yeah. nothing like that going on. Racism is bad. It's um, it's really scary at the moment because, like, uh, over here we've got this this whole idiotic cutting our nose off to spite our face Brexit situation going on. That sounds familiar. Yes. And um, it sounds very familiar. <laughs> like my my two best friends are, you know, not they're 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 British. They were born in Britain, but one is Indian of descent and one mm-hmm. is Chinese of descent. And we and they're they're you know, um, we've had conversations about like you know we've we've had conversations about if, if you need to hide in the future. Yeah. Like I was talking to Poppy That's about this like a couple of weeks crazy. ago. Like, it's crazy. You just you 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 have to start making. You feel like you have to start making escape plans. Yeah, it's and that's part of I think um, the whole like plan is to make rational people think like that. You know what I mean? Like I think it's to make you feel that way. I thought about that too. Like there's a, a ton of like Hispanic people that live around me, and it's like. What if, what would happen if like ice comes and tries to like round them up? I'm gonna yeah. I, I'll let them in. You want to hide in the basement, yeah. dude? Fuck it. That's well, crazy though. Fucking, it's insane that it's got to this point. It's like fear mongering. Yeah. Like nine eleven was the beginning of that fear mongering. Yeah. That like we thought we could get past. Like there's this whole attitude in America, and I'm sure you've seen it on like television and everything in England, but um, that like. Americans were brought together and like yeah, stood bullshit. strong in the face yeah. of 9/11. It's bullshit. We it's all not. bullshit. It's bullshit. We did not do that. Like New York did that for yeah, a while. Yeah, New York. New York. New York's good this. at that anyway. New York's not like yeah. reactionary in the same way that like Middle America is. Like Middle America is like they freak the fuck out. Like you said, Jeff. Like your people you knew in West Virginia were freaking out. People in New York were like, wow, they were like traumatized. But like, yeah, yeah. They're just used to being around different people, and that says a lot, I think, about yeah. Humans. If you if you live in an area where you don't see anyone that looks any different than you, yeah, like, fucks your mongering up. works on you a hundred times yeah. stronger yeah. because everyone is an other right. at that point. Well, I also think like what people push to the back of their minds is that stuff like this isn't about killing people it's about doing those very things yes. making you question your society yes. making you afraid and yep. like it's really easy to see names on a wall 
for example, or na- mm-hmm. names on a gravestone or a memorial, and think it's all about that. And it is, and it's very, it's ter- terrible that people die, but actually their target is not that. It's to make you crit- critically think about your own systems and think we're not safe. Right. Um, like there was a thing a few years ago when um, like, there were riots in like Tunisia and Egypt, and I was working for a company at the time, and my boss said to me, like, it's terrible. And I, I, I said, yeah, it's really awful what they're going through. And he said, no, 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 not what they're going through. These people are going to want what we have. And I was like, right. what the fuck are okay. you talking about? It's like, like super racist. <laughs> and that's yeah. all it is, is being slightly better than another person. And there's, I mean, I know people who are like this and they don't, they don't realize that that's what they're doing. Yeah. But they are, uh, they, on their mind, they're better than than them and that's yeah, all they care like, about they're gonna want what we have fucking great let's yeah, give they them deserve it right yeah the human beings deserve the same level of like comfort and like living Food, to water, be able to live medicine yeah like, that's a radical concept right. like i was called a radical liberal right because i was like maybe we should allow transsexual people to have rights of their <laughs> own right Right. How radical a concept. A human being deserves rights. Right. Yeah, man. I know, man. It's uh it like it it's like you said, Rich, it's just it's it's to plant the seed of fear. And the seed of fear in America has germinated into what is happening now. And uh I don't think we can like last much more longer than this cuz like something's got to break at this point, you know. You, yeah. Rich brought up the like falling empire thing earlier, and like um, I don't think we're beyond that point. I think the empire no. is still crumbling. Well, Rome didn't and, fall in a day. That's the saying, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like our our society is like buckling under the weight of billionaires that are yeah. like we have to keep the systems in place that kept our country in our hands. No, that, that Jeff, kept... we're just cucks. We're just like beta cucks. <laughs> we're one hundred percent super cucks. Yeah, I'm by... just like into watching my girlfriend get fucked by dudes and i love it i'm just glad to be there <laughs> i'm just happy to be involved yeah, right I'm just glad i'm part of it you know <laughs> it's um i'm sure there's like every now and then i get an we get an email from somebody that's very angry that we're liberal and i'm like man where were you for the other fucking 50 episodes of this program <laughs> where were you when you were watching star trek exactly. is my question yeah. exactly. Like well, that's the thing is like there's another podcast and I've told Josh about this. I'm not gonna fucking say the name because I don't want to like yeah. uh, give them any exposure and right. I don't remember it. Also, we can start an internet but feud. That'll be cool. There was a uh, there's another podcast that's like the conservative Star Trek basically, and it's talking about how Star Trek is a meritocracy <laughs> and that's why there's so many white people yes. in charge. Oh yes, there. It and is. I was like, are you fucking kidding there me? There it is. Uh huh. Jesus Christ. Yeah. America. Uh, <laughs> yes, Enterprise is, is a 9-11 metaphor in a lot of ways, and it didn't handle it that well in a lot of ways. Yeah, it was uh-huh. too, I mean, it was too close to it. Like, like racism in Star Trek, racism's been around forever. So, yes. like, it's easy it to wrap It wasn't a fresh mind. wound. Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel like it handled it better than 90% of the shows on TV at yes. the time. Yes. Like, yes. Yes, I did. don't have any torture porn fantasy about sitting someone in a chair and waterboarding them. Right. Like, like I didn't get yeah. a lot from that. And I don't think What I if they're into will. it? I don't think so either. I'm with you. I never watched 24 because I was like, 
I don't care about. First of all, this is a it's a television show. It's it's not very good. But like I don't no. I don't need that. Like an interesting story. It would be like what if like we figured out our differences. Like you can have an action sequence during all that, right? Hmm. You can James yeah. Bond it up and have like a a dirt bike race or something and. But we, we used to have these really cool movies called buddy cop movies <laughs> where two people of different like races or ethnicities or backgrounds mm-hmm. like got together and they figured out their differences didn't make them different as human beings. Beverly they Hills cop. best friends. And they became best friends and they solved the crime yeah. and it's great. And we don't fucking have that anymore. Right. It's got to be dark now. It's got to be... Yeah. The world has to end. Yeah. Everything is... You know, it's this. I, I'm notoriously anti-social media, and like everything is this reactionary soapbox drama. It's yes. like you have to declare Pepsi or Coke, Xbox right. or PlayStation, left or right. Pick your side. None of this matters. It matter. <laughs> yeah, it's people, bullshit. people have um, almost like they're almost like starting from this, um, like build a character in a, uh, a video game situation with their personality yeah. like what stat do i increase because yeah do i want do I, more intellect do i want more, right i know you're you're right i want to be the star trek person or the yes. star wars person yes nobody yes. i was about to say shit yeah who cares? ironically this started with star trek versus star wars right like you had to pick a side yeah. and yeah. other pe- people outside that bubble who weren't like huge star wars or huge star trek fans I'm, were like this is stupid. Why do you have to choose? I'm both. But like they're just yeah. totally different. They're two totally fucking yes. different things. And now <laughs> like everything is that way. Yeah. You've got to choose. Like do you fucking like this podcast about this subject or do you like this podcast about this subject? You can't right. like both. Yeah. There's no yep. room for for the 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 elements around the thing that you enjoy. You have to be die hard love everything about it i mean i don't know oh yeah how, there's no criticism i don't know how there's these no criticism people have anymore. this sort of room in their souls for like this amount of hate it's because they don't have anything thoughts. else to fill it yeah they don't they don't they they're they live a materialistic hollow life and they yeah. fill it with shit and that's as americans that's what we're the best at fill it with fucking bullshit Go home and watch well, your fucking show and talk about it the next day. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> well, everybody at home, if you're empty and you need to fill your heart with bullshit, <laughs> yes, here we go. Then continue listening to our program and send us, uh, send us in an email. <laughs> send us in an email so that you could become a part of it by shooting an email over to mclassemail at gmail.com or become a part of our bullshit on Twitter <laughs> at mclasspodcast. Yeah. Rich, before I get into the continuing shilling adventures at the end of this podcast, do you want to shill anything yourself? Yeah. Uh, go listen to TTOS. Um, yes. That's the what thing. What the hell I, is that? Tapon's Theatre on Subspace. Um, okay. So it's at Tapon on Subspace. We're on SoundCloud. Um, we can't afford to go on YouTube. Uh, but go listen to it. A lot of good people put a lot of good work into it. Um um, yeah, that's about it. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Masters Rich. Um, but that's it. Give these guys some money because like, <gasps> it's like a fucking dollar, you cheapskate bastard. Give, <laughs> give, them, give them a dollar. Like, just come and join the Patreon and don't be such a 
bucket pussy. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit wow we brought it all back around in a nice great. circle that was amazing it's a dick uh, in its own and balls if you, if, you, if you don't want to be a bucket pussy then head on over to patreon.com slash podcast where for as low as one dollar a month you can meet celebrities like rich masters uh-huh. in our discord you get free wallpapers, and at higher tiers, you get access to M-Class email a week early. You could have already heard Rich Master's emails. Yeah, you can great. listen to the show and this, and then go to sleep with our delicious voices while Rich is in your head. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, the, Josh and I do other podcasts, like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, and M-Class Etc., and uh, we do... Uh, commentary tracks we've done one for uh the jackie chan classic (laughs) rumble in the bronx and we've done one for the whoever the fuck the main character of it is classic beastmaster 2 yeah which one did you like better (laughs) i felt like i had more fun making fun of beastmaster 2 even though i had a great time rumble in the bronx is just good right like it's It's goofy but it's good um, Rich, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You are most thank welcome. you, Rich. Thank you for having me on. I've Sorry, really we kept you up. What time is it over there? Like midnight? It's like quarter to ten. My wife sent me a message saying I'm in bed at the moment reading. <laughs> she's a fucking loser. Um, wow! <laughs> Jesus, don't listen to this, Rich's wife. <laughs> Um, so yeah you haven't kept me up at all it's been an absolute pleasure I'll do this anytime you need me yeah this was great seriously you, you were, you were really you good this was great um, like, you absolutely earned your spot by sending us an entire season <laughs> worth of amazing scripts for nothing yeah. and it starts all again next week oh my god I yeah. cannot I can't wait but also am I ready I don't know you don't even know what yeah, I'm doing I feel, yet. I don't know what you do. I haven't been told yet. I didn't read the email yeah. yet, so I don't know what he's doing yeah. either. Okay. Well, that's good. We should just not I'm know. excited. I'm very excited. Um, so join us next time on M-Class Email, where we're going to get more Rich Master's goodness, even though he won't be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he'll I'll be, be sorry, sorry, Rich. Rich. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sadly, oh this is my last wish. It, it's like the Make-A-Wish Foundation. This is how I got on here. In the arms wow, that was a terrible. That was, bleak, that's a bleak that was a that was a terrible wish, though. Too. You should have wished for like something better, like oh, yeah. to be in love actually what, or something. What is better than M Class Podcast? Nothing. Wow. He's right. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, none of those it. things. Yeah. <laughs> Especially sex. Um, (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back again in a week or two's time, whatever time it is, with more M-Class goodness. Bye-bye. Toodle-pip.